at it again. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Views from the friend zone. Mom trying to be, I'm trying to reach the end zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you want to be friends though? It's cool though. Just don't try to play me for no fool, yo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome to another edition of the Views from the Friend Zone podcast. We're back. Happy Sunday, y'all. You know, everybody, hope you had a good weekend so far. It's like fall, fall now. You know, like mm-hmm. last weekend when the fall, fall started, it was kind of like summer was still trying to show its face, but now it's hoodie weather. So I hope everybody that makes out me there. Sad. And, <laughs> and for some people, it's pumpkin. It's pumpkin latte season Ill. or pumpkin <laughs> everything. For some people, that's a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Disgusting. No, yeah, I hate everything pumpkin. So and pumpkin then the giants pumpkin. suck, so it's, oh, it's God, killing us. I, you know, our guest is a huge <laughs> Giants fan. Don't talk it's about killing. It. Us, you know what I'm saying? So Is I'm not going to further I'm delay. I'm going to have everybody introduce themselves starting to my right. It's your boy Cliff Brock, but now. Amanda, a.k.a. Greedy Gut. I'm Jacqueline Ray. Yes, yes. So Jacqueline, tell us about yourself. Tell us what you got going on and things like that. Well, I'm just a girl from Brooklyn. And right now I'm doing a little bit of modeling. And, you know, as they say, I'm a little popular on, you know, Social me- social networks and everything. Yeah. But right now I'm just doing like freestyle stuff, you know, and also a little acting as well. Okay. You know, being in skits, videos. Yeah. And right now I'm, I'm next year I'll be in a movie or whatnot. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. That's what's up. Nice. That's nice. nice. Yeah. But right band. now um just working as a teacher. You know, in school, whatever, and I'm planning. I've on never moving. had a teacher that looked like Jacqueline. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got good grades. I probably would have got better grades if I had no, a teacher that looked like. What what age do do you teach? You teach um, the youngins, pre-K, right? Yeah. Pre-K, okay. Little four or five year olds. Okay, Aww. so so they don't they they probably don't know how fine their teacher is, right? Right, exactly. I, they're they do. They do. <laughs> they do. They're honest. Kids will tell you like, you're so pretty. Yes, yes. I bet you. Or so, they're always up under me, or they're just staring at me. So let me ask you this, right? <laughs> because a lot of times, not to be stereotypical, but a lot of times, you know, moms drop their kids off and stuff like that. Oh, I have have a you lot ever had a situation now. where <laughs> the dad came one time, and then not all of a sudden yes, the dad is coming all the time? It's crazy because <laughs> I would be like, yo, honey, I'm going to drop him off. Go ahead, go ahead, I got you. because other teachers say that, like, Yo, he's only came like once in like two months, and now I see him every day. Every, like, yeah, yeah. I ain't never seen him before, you know, so that does happen. Yeah. So we before we start the show, show we got to talk about why are the Giants so bad? God, because you know, of y'all quarterback. Not just the quarterback. The O line has sucked for years. Now. Yeah, That's a fact. the O line. He has not, nothing to help him right there up front. Yeah, you know. But now he's a statue. He, he can't get out the way. Yeah, and then he plays he's scared now. Yeah. He has no motivation whatsoever. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to watch it because I'm a huge Giants fan. Yeah. And it kills me inside. I I've been taken out for him for years. It's like right now you can't even say much anymore. It's yeah. like it's over. It's yeah, done. I almost feel bad. Like you know what? We gotta find a way to let him gracefully exit uh-huh. out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because because it's like you like you said he's playing scared. He looked like he just lost. He's waiting for the hit. 
every single time that he gets mm-hmm. the ball. And yeah. you can't play that way in football. You and know? not even that. He's, it's like he's not focused. Like, he does not see his wide receivers. There's plenty of times his wide receivers is open out there. He has he has a great support. He has two or maybe three huge wide receivers out there that he can throw the ball to. The running game sucks. Mm-hmm. Because of the O line. Yeah. You know. But Saquon Barkley's been magical for a rookie, mm-hmm. but traditionally the running game has sucked. He's going to be. I wish Sensei was here because he'll be talking about this. Yeah. 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 The other host that's not here right yeah. now, he loves the Giants. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not going to take up the whole show about the Giants. It just hurts me. And it I know you're a big Giants too. fan, so it I just had to get your opinion. To the point that nobody better not talk Cowboys. about them around me. Yeah. He's, He's a Cowboys fan, so I can't even. Yeah, I just asked him. I can't even. They ain't even doing that good either. We better than yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna sw- I'm gonna switch the order up of you know I had an order of how we would you know discuss topics, but I'm gonna start with the last topic first, just because of how hot button it was this week, right? And it's mental health in the black community. Like you know this week was uh, mental health awareness day. I forgot what day if it was Wednesday or, or Tuesday. I forgot, but I really want to talk about the focus of mental health in our community because of how prevalent Kanye West has been in the Ooh, media. And, you know, in his mind, he's he's being a martyr where it's just like he's sacrificing his popularity to help the black community. But if you see how inconsistent he is with his thoughts, like he told Trump, like, Trump got to be the freshest person ever, and we got to make sure our president is fresh. I'm like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Like, how is that even something you bring up part of your platform? He did mention some good things, but then he was just like, Democrats made black people abuse welfare. And I'm just like... I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I don't even... Like, I've seen it on the Shade Room, and I don't even watch it's that tough. Shit. It's so I, I just, tough to watch I the full yeah, rant. I don't watch it, so yeah. I don't even... I actually because even know what he said. He starts embarrassing me, and I'm like, I can't watch it. I'm one of those people, like, you know, when we used to watch shows, like how when Steve Urkel would play himself for Laura, yeah. I couldn't watch it. I would have to turn the channel because oh, it embarrassed me. <laughs> it embarrassed me. I hate when someone does that to themselves. And yeah. I feel like Kanye, all his rants are like that. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So anyway, so I, I just want to discuss mental health in the black community. And I feel like sometimes with our celebrities or people who are suffering from mental health, even when Tyrese was suffering from mental health, we kind of we kind of don't take it serious when people are suffering from mental health. We kind of just laugh at them in the black community. Or we ourselves, when we're going through something tough, we don't necessarily seek help. We always say, I'm going to pray on it. You know, I'm going to go to church, which is not bad, but, you know, sometimes we need that professional help. So yeah. the first question is, why do you feel like we struggle with getting help in the black community when we suffer? You know, ladies first. I don't know which one of you guys. Let our guests go first. Yeah. <laughs> this day and age, I I will say a lot has to do with just bullying. Like a lot of kids and people are being bullied, and it just eats inside them. It, it just break them down and stuff. Mm-hmm. So and then they're like, it's a lot of people that's not actually. They don't have that. Um, figure in their life to motivate them to tell them you know you're doing all right this is what you do they don't have that they don't have a support system Mm -hmm. with them so it's like people are just losing their minds like you say Kanye right now I think a lot of it is depression also yeah it's a lot of depression And, and, and I think we feel like it's so uncool to get professional help yeah yeah it's that's another reason 
people are so scared, or not just scared, but they have this pride of them. They won't ask for help. Yeah, like once you have the stigma yeah. of I, I, I go to see a psychologist or a psychiatrist, people just look at you like, what's wrong with you? But like, yo, if you keep things bottled up, it makes you spaz out or mm-hmm. not make right decisions. Yeah, what, what, what I have a question to ask you, though. Um, being that you teach pre-K, do you see bullying happening right there yeah. at that age? Yeah. Okay. It, it does it does happen in schools mm-hmm. you know kids that like, young yeah very young. it also has to do with what the parents allows also yeah. at home if they see their parent because kids are like an imitation of you mm-hmm. what they see um other people do or their parents they will mock it and that becomes normal for them uh-huh. right like some some kids see their father abused their mother mm-hmm. and they come into school and feel like that's okay right. because I see it at home Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, what do you think? Why do you feel you know? You know, we struggle to get help, the, the help that we need, especially when it comes to mental health. Um, because I think I think a lot of the time, because I work in the I work in the psych ward, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time is we don't understand it, right? Like we don't have the knowledge of what is going on. So sometimes, it it, it all depends too. Sometimes when you come from single parent homes and stuff, you don't understand that the reason why you're going through these things because you didn't have your father or mother there. So mm-hmm. it starts at very young. And then when you get to the age of 21 and older, you're like, I'm not going to see a psychiatrist. I'm not going to get help because now you feel like you know all the answers. Mm-hmm. What, you trying to diagnose me? Like, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you, could, you could generally see friends that you even, that you hang out with a- every day, day to day, and I see it all the time. And then you think they're happy because they're making good money, but they're going through a lot yeah. on the table. And, and they don't want to discuss it because... Mm-hmm. It seemed like it's shameful because it's like, oh, I do need to see this person. Why? Oh, you first thing is, oh, because we work in this. Uh, you trying to diagnose me? Like you know, it's always it's it's, it's one of the things and that we people get are so offended. Yeah, yeah, we, we get do. so offended. Yeah. Like you know, yeah. someone has like as an adult now. I have friends who see you know psychologists and psychiatrists and stuff, and to me, I always feel like the, I don't think there's something wrong with them. I think they're brave, right? Because it's brave to say, you know what, I have a problem. Mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know all the answers. I don't know how to necessarily get my mind focused on these things. So let me seek out help. I feel a lot of times also in our communities, you know, money's tight, right? So it's just like if you're having to pay to see one. To see one. A lot of if insurance not, is really yeah, covered mental health. If it's though. not covered in insurance. Yeah. Or, or, or you don't know the, the proper channels of using your insurance to see these people kind of thing. A lot of our young boys are, like, active. So, you know, they just, say, they just wind up medicating them, giving them, you know, H, what, HDAD kind of stuff like that kind of thing. ADHD. Yeah, and they yeah. kind of put them in a bottle kind of thing where it's just like the kids aren't really giving counseling. They're just giving medicine to sit down. Yeah. Not knowing there's underlying issues there. Mm-hmm. That's, That's true. That's a fact. And a lot of times, also, grown folks who don't know the answers will tell the kids, like, well, hush up, or he's just he's just showing out for attention. He just wants attention. Not really having conversations with kids, like, what's bothering you? You know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but so, so, so the next question on the topic is, how do we feel people with money, why do we feel people with money will be okay and push them to, and don't push them to get help, like Kanye or Cat Williams. Cat Williams is another person. What's going on with him? Because I don't even know that either. I'm out of the loop. Because everyone's this shit. everyone's just saying it's <laughs> I am. Everyone's just saying it's drugs, right? Oh, he's on drugs and stuff like that. 
But a lot of the things that she's saying and doing is also a cry for help. What is Cat Williams doing? I don't know. Uh, right. Well, I really explain. don't even follow. Oh, you don't know? Yeah, I don't, don't know. know. I really don't Cat know. Williams get arrested every other week. <laughs> oh, he still does? I yes, he still like gets arrested every other week. Ago. He, you know, he, he runs into situations where it's just like, if he doesn't like the way that people interact with him. Yeah. He assaults people. He assaults people at Dollar Tree. He assaults other comedians. He assaults women <laughs> and stuff like that. He's, and, he's and, and, and you know what? People always say, well, you know what? Part of his genius is being crazy kind of thing. We brush it off, you know, like Kanye. Let me ask you about Kanye. Do yeah. you think that this is a mental health thing or do you guys think it, that it he is has a motive health. like no, the album is coming out or something like that? He is bipolar and he's like, you oh, know. Oh, he, he was diagnosed with yeah. bipolar. But, and okay. He takes his meds time, and then he doesn't take his meds. At the same time, Kanye haven't been doing this. He's been doing this ever since his mom passed. Yes. That mm. man has gone down. But he never had that. closure. And then when you're such in the limelight, mm-hmm. right? When you're in the limelight, we lot, people in the limelight can't take off the way that we might fall back. They like, can't take normal off. Normal people all. like us, Pressure. we probably don't hang out as much and stuff like that. But when you're married, you know, did he did he marry Kanye um, Kim Kardashian before his mom passed or after? That was after. Yeah, that was know. after, right? No, his mom so, passed a long time ago before that. Yeah, so it's like this: when you're in the limelight, right? You have seasons. You can't be a musician that fall back for a long time to get right yeah. because then, then the wave passes you. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of times But time if you people, got it, you got it. The wave passed a lot of people like Jay-Z, but he has it. And then mm-hmm. another thing you is right it. after that, Kanye moved his circle and got a lot of yes people around mm-hmm. him. Which which he kind of said that he wanted to change, but he still hasn't changed because a lot of people, like, you know, a lot of people around him are afraid to tell Kanye like, yo, what you're doing don't make no sense. You know what I'm what saying? What do you think Kim is telling him? <laughs> Kim is all about... Because she's, she's, she's his wife, about, so you would think that, know. like, you But know. she's all about the brand and keeping it moving and staying relevant kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, Kim struggles she herself like with Kylie surpassing her now with kind of thing. Because, you know, Kim is, Kim is older. Kim has had a couple of kids. Kim still looks good, but she doesn't get the, you know attention like Kylie gets now so so now she does certain things to like you know still try to stay relevant and you know with Kanye you know she met Kanye as this you know creative genius kind of stuff like that like no one's gonna check Kanye you know what I'm saying and that's yeah. that's the problem and Kanye really as her as his wife I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Oh, yeah, we we, we never do. My thing is, I think as his wife, she's supposed to be the one checking him. Like she's mm-hmm. supposed to be the one to be like, "Hey, babe, did you take your meds today? Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, babe, stay away from the White House." Like you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's how I feel. But she has she should also be. Been to the, she was at the, at the White House before him, though. Yeah. She also like Kim does some dope things too. She's got a, a grandmother she, yeah, who had a drug I've charge free, and right. she she fights and stuff. But I feel like you know. I think it was all for publicity, though. Yeah, it, it's really tough, right? Because it. everything she does, she she too. operates so much for attention. Even good yeah, deeds get not taken serious. seriously. Yeah, because of the fact that people just like, oh, you're just doing it for attention. Yeah, right. you know yeah. what I'm saying. So it's tough, right? Because I pray this doesn't happen, but I feel like it's not till Kanye, you know, God forbid, has like a overdose. Or something crazy drastic happens that people were really gonna step in and try to provide him help. For now, it's just like you know what, he's crazy, but people are laughing at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, 
Because to me, don't get it twisted. I don't support a lot of the crazy stif- stuff Kanye is saying. But I feel like, yo, we need to realize, like, this guy, he's never had closure from losing his mom the yeah. way that he lost his mom. Right? And his relationship with his father is kind of scared. And we just think because someone is dope in their field that they're Superman. They're not, you know? Yeah. And then when he says things, when he, he has these honest moments and stuff like that, like, you know, Oh, it bothered me that people always talking bad about my wife and stuff like that. But like you know, you, you marrying yeah, Kim Kardashian, you kind of know what you got in. Like he was mad at Drake, right, for making the song "Kiki, Do You Love Me?" That probably because was not about her. But Kim Kardashian <laughs> nickname is Kiki. How, a lot of Kikis. Think about it. Think about it. I was thinking to myself: There's Kiki Wyatt. There's yeah. Kiki Palmer. How many people in the hood name is Kiki? Yeah, like, yeah. but Kanye is in a place where he thinks the world Everything is against him. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, think about it. Drake. Don't get it twisted. Drake has ways about him and stuff like that. But him and Let's Drake not talk about Drake's ways. Yeah, okay. no. But Drake has been trying to be cool with him for such a long time. Why he's just like well, people started thinking the song was about his wife, and since. Drake didn't make a, a post saying, no, this song's not about Kim Kardashian. He's trying to confirm what other people are saying. Mm-hmm. Like, think of, think about that kind of thinking yeah. that, that he had. And I just say, like, you know, and, and Jay-Z has tried to big brother Kanye, and Kanye would be like, you know what, I'm going to change. And then the next day, Kanye would do something that mm-hmm. contradicts exactly what they, they had a discussion for. I've seen something on one of those uh, on Instagram when they were like, how Kim K... Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce officially cut ties with Kim K and um, Kanye. Is that true? Does anybody know? I mean, I really don't care. But I just—I mean, you know, Jay Z and Beyonce didn't go to the wedding. Yes, I know that they had. They said it was a conflict, but like, you're gonna make your boy's wedding. Yeah, when you your own boss like that, like you know, even if you have a show and stuff like that, you can re, you can move yeah, a show and things like absolutely. that. You know, yeah. So it's kind of stuff like that, and they've tried to like you know come back together and then Kanye will flip out and say certain things and out, it, yeah. it's just it's just is tough when someone feels that strongly about what in Jay-Z's mind he's not like he's not the old Kanye he's mm-hmm. a totally different Kanye yeah. and, 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 and so. just, yeah. just think about it we went from Kanye saying George Bush doesn't care about black people to him just kissing Donald Trump's ass yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was—he's was kissing his ass. For acceptance from people who, p- the people who who he wants this acceptance for, will never truly accept Kanye. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. Kanye's just a mean to an end. Kanye just for for some of them to say, I'm "Look, sure Trump we have a black person attention. that supports us." You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's bringing attention to the White House, and I know Trump loves that part of it. He's going about it the wrong way, too. Yeah, and it's just like he—he's talking about how Chicago needs this, Chicago needs that, but he's not necessarily working with the people on the ground. Kanye chooses who who he wants to work with, mm-hmm. not the people who's like still on the ground. Like this is my thing. Like Chance the Rapper, Chance the Rapper does a lot yeah, for does. Chicago mm-hmm. with education and things like that. He just donated a million. Dollars. And Chance, and Chance. Yeah. Chance has a big respect for Kanye. Mm-hmm. But instead of working with Chance in the ways that'll be, you know, not not the right way, but ways that, you know, that's going to affect Benefit. the people, he's like, nah, you know, he has to do it more in a grandstanding way where it's just like everybody will accept me. So my last question on this topic is, how have you dealt with mental health in your own personal life? 
well, for me, if I feel a certain way at a certain um, for a certain amount of time, this sounds really bad, but I'll just isolate myself from people until I get my life together, I get my mind right. I've I've never seen anyone, you know. Yeah. So for me, I've never seen just, someone on yeah. a uh, individual level. Yeah. I've seen a marriage counselor for mm-hmm. a couple of months, like you know, years ago in my marriage, to just kind of help with the communication. But did it help? Like you just doing that alone, did that help that situation? Like, did you feel like it helped? I don't think it necessarily one hundred percent helped immediately, but I felt it allowed us to say things. Mm-hmm. That you couldn't tell each Freely. other. That that you know, without feeling judged immediately, yeah. say certain things. And then to have what's supposed to be considered a non uh, impartial party listening and providing, I felt it gave us groundwork. I, maybe we should have stuck with it longer or not, but we kind of stopped after a couple of months. I, I do say it's valuable, but at the same time, as far as my personal health, sometimes I question, right? Because I get down as far as like not achieving certain things that I've wanted to and like right. you know not having certain things then I take a step back and be like yo God has given me opportunity to still be alive and still you know try to achieve these things so right. I don't I don't I don't partake in a pity party right I, I kind of say like you know what what God blessed Jackie with is for Jackie what God right. blessed Amanda with is Amanda and I, I take that step back but I know sometimes, you know, sometimes we do need outside help. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I want to make it okay for anyone who's listening, like, yo, okay. be okay to get outside help. I also, I'm blessed with siblings, right? A lot of people don't have, I, I'm blessed with productive siblings, Clifford, my older brother, my older sister, who have certain successes and they are doing certain things. And I'm not afraid to be vulnerable in front of them and for them to give me advice. I feel a lot of times we're afraid to be vulnerable in front of people. Sometimes I feel like it's better to talk to a stranger that doesn't know you, doesn't know everything about you. They can give you better mm-hmm. advice. Because mm-hmm. if you talk to someone, not saying that you talking to your brother's yeah. wrong, I'm just saying yeah. I, what I've heard from other people, even me sometimes, like just talking to someone that you don't know, and sometimes you'll spit it all through. out, like mm-hmm. this is what happened, blah, 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 blah. But then other people do feel like, she doesn't know me. Why am I going to a therapist for mm-hmm. Because I've had friends like that, too. I'm like, maybe you should see somebody. And yeah. that's what they would say. They'll be like, oh, well, I don't know her. I don't I don't want to just talk to a stranger. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's 50-50 on the reason why people don't. You know. I was never an open person to, you know, talk to somebody about what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. I've always kept things in. Even my mom, she passed away. Sorry. Even her, she will tell people, well, I can never get anything out of Jackie. She would never tell me anything. I wouldn't even know if she having a good day or a bad day because I always kept it in, you know, as growing up. That mm-hmm. was just me, the quiet person. And as I got older, I began to learn that it's okay to talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they'll understand. Maybe they can help you, mm-hmm. you know. You don't know what anybody else is going through. Maybe y'all have the same thing, that, you know, going on with each other. So it's like. So now it's like now I'm opening up more, mm-hmm. speaking about it. You Does know? that make and you it, feel good? And it makes me feel good. Yeah. You know, and when somebody will tell me their, you know, talk to me about their issues or their problems, you'll be like, well, then maybe I'm where the position I'm in now, right now, mm-hmm. maybe it isn't that bad. Yeah. You know, hearing someone else's story. And I, and I think I, I've been blessed to be the kind of yeah. person that people. That's another thing. I use. I will now. I write things down. The good and the bad. Yeah. If the the good outweighs the bad, you know, 
it gives you something to smile about. Yeah. Like, wow, I yeah. am blessed. Yeah, you know? and that's another thing. We have to realize that, you know, you're not the only person going through these kind of issues. So don't be afraid. If you can't share with your media circle, please, like you said, find a stranger, find any person. We prefer if you find a professional help. I just want us to know that there's no stigma into getting help because we all need that help. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll find someone who's just like, man, this person is, in your eyes is perfect. They have everything. They need help too. There's been a movement lately talking about check on your strong friend because your strong friend needs help too. And I feel like, you know, it that doesn't just really apply to your strong friend. I feel like we have to make better efforts for people to realize like, yo, are you okay? Right. If, if anyone listening takes anything away from it, like check on your peoples around you, right? Mm-hmm. And also kids as well because a lot of times School pressure, we think kids, yeah, we think they're fine. We kids are going through a weird stage yeah. and we don't ask them why. That's true. So I always tell my siblings with kids, like, yo, find out what's bothering them. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Take a step away from being a disciplinarian and just find out, like, what's what's going on with them. What are their insecurities? What are their fears? Reassure them that everything's going to be okay. Because a lot of times we feel like the kids just wants attention and they're going to get over it. Yeah. So we find out, like, you know, something bad happens, that they're being bullied or something right. like that, you know? So I just feel like in our community, we need to let everyone know, like, yo, it's okay to go through things, and it's okay to get help. Mm-hmm. We have to stop making it seem like that person's a weirdo or that person's strange, right? right? Because we all need that kind of help. Mm-hmm. We all need a way to find our voice. That's, that's that's the biggest thing. A lot of times we don't find a way to, like, express ourselves, and then we bottle things in, mm-hmm. you know? It's but so long you can let that happen, you know? So we're going to move on to our next topic. Our next topic is um, why I had to walk away, right? And a lot of times in relationships, you know, we we hang on to relationships longer than we could till we hit our breaking point. So I want to, you know, just discuss some of the relationships that you had and, and what was that point that made you walk away, you know? The first question is, have you ever had a relationship you stayed in longer than you should have mm-hmm. and why? I think we should start with Cliff. Okay. Cliff's been quiet <laughs> for the last five minutes. So, Cliff, have you ever had a relationship that you stayed yeah, in longer than you should have? And, and why? I mean, before my wife, I didn't have too many relationships. Yeah. I, was, I was a savage. I was yeah. more. <laughs> I was, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I was more like, okay, we're we doing this and I'm moving to the next. But... Um, I think everybody has stayed in a relationship more than because it's comfortability, right? You start, start you, get to, you get to a point where you get comfortable with the person and you don't really want to go out there and figure out somebody new. So sometimes you tolerate him or he or she's bullshit, right? So you be like, oh, you know what? I could tolerate this because starting over is so hard. So yeah, everybody has went to that point. But even even my early stage days in college where I had a female where like. We, she was a really good girl, but I was still I was still in my stage where I was like whoring. I was, <laughs> I was still in my go- had, yeah had yeah I was I was still I was still I was still out there. I was still out there, and then when I finally was like, you know what, I should you know try to get it together. She just wasn't on that way, but I can respect it, right? So okay. I think we all do it because of accountability and what, stepping outside of the box. What about you, ladies? Have you had a relationship that you stayed longer? You should I have. have with my son's father. Okay. Uh, it was a 10 year relationship. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah, wow. We were supposed to <laughs> We were supposed to get married. He was actually my own my second boyfriend, you okay. know, and I've got with him during I think I was like at least 19 or 20 years old mm-hmm. from there on. And then we had a child together. I the reason why I really really stayed in that 10 year relationship because for my son, I didn't want, you know, to, I wanted my son to have both his parents because I've seen a lot of it, like kids that don't have both of their parents, a lot of single homes or whatever. And I just wanted my son to be happy because one day, it was one day, and me and my um, son's father had broke up. It was yeah. one day that my son came to me. He was like, and he just started like, he started crying. He was just sad. He was like, Ma, it's my fault you and your, my dad Aww. split up. I'm, and I felt bad. I was like, if only he knew it's not his fault. Like, yeah. I couldn't explain to him it's because of his father. But yeah. at that time, I was like, no, baby, it's not your fault. You know, do you, you, do you think his father could have put that idea in his head? Or he just came, you know, independently Men do what they want to do, you yeah. know? So I, I can't explain his father's action or whatever, or, yeah. you know, but I can only tell him what I know. Okay. And it was very hard for me to get out that relationship because I wasn't loved. Okay. And we had a child together. Yeah. But at some point, you just got to be like, you know, it's it. This is it. I need to move on. Ain't nothing. If you see, you don't see a future with that person, it's no, it's no reason for you to stay in that relationship. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been in situations where I wouldn't call it a relationship, but I, I kind of kept chasing after girls longer than I should have because, you know, I'm... I don't want to say I'm a sucker, but I'm just like, you know, if I find out that you've been through some stuff mm-hmm. and then I like you, I'm going to try to see if I can help you through, through things. Sometimes at the detriment of my own personal interests, but I'm like a natural protector kind of person. So if I find out like you've been, you know, let's say, you know, harmed in a way and stuff like that, I'm always going to want to protect you. And sometimes, you know, you trying to be someone's protector, you kind of not taking into consideration your own personal feelings, right? So... You know, it was back and forth, game playing, and then the person, I was, I kind of talk about this story in the past, but the person was just like, you know, oh, I, I like you, but I'm not ready to be serious, maybe in the future kind of thing. And I had to tell myself, like, you know, who am I going to be in the future that I wasn't to that person now? So that was the way that I was able to, like, walk away. Sensei in the building. Speed. What's up, people? Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. free. <laughs> yeah. Uncle Sam had me. That's why I'm late. Yeah, we were. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. 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 She so, has you know, ice. Jackie, yeah. this is Sensei. He's the fourth member of the guest. She said he has ice. So, so you you've had multiple relationships and stuff. So the question the question is, no, no, no. But that's not a negative thing. You we we just know you've had multiple relationships. You are, you, are, you, are, you are open shirt poppy, right? So so the question is, have you ever had a relationship that you stayed in longer than you should have? Mm. Look, he's pouring the alcohol to this one. Mm. <laughs> no, I get out pretty quickly. Yeah. Get out. Working right. <laughs> but um, have I? Um, I would say yeah. Yeah, I got married. Okay. And, uh, Do you think you stayed married longer than you should have? Um... I think so. I think I did. You married kind of young, though. That's why, you know, mm-hmm. I wasn't ready. So it was it was kind of doomed from the jump. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you realize it early on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You spot those flags. Yeah. How long did you stay? Like, when from that moment, you Legally? realized. Legally, it was like seven, <laughs> Legally. seven years. 
but really, we was together after we got married, just a little over two years. Okay. Over two years. But I realized that, you know, early on, like, there was too many, um, uh, we, we wasn't as compatible as I thought we might be. Mm-hmm. And that plays into the fact of us both being too young. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, um. How old were you? I got married at 23. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. right? But, um, you know, even, it's messed up, because even before we got married, I was like, I was doing it kind of for the wrong reasons. We had a daughter together. That, and she said, yeah. I didn't want to do that. She <laughs> said, I moved upstate, because that's where I got my employment and everything. And I was trying to set it up for us, you know what I mean? And she's, she didn't say, her mother said, you don't guys move need in to get, with him until you get, get married. married. Yeah. And she listened to her mom, and that, that turned me off to her. From the jump. I was like, okay. But then I still waited, and like a year and a half later, um, we ended up getting married. I wanted to be engaged for a while. We wasn't yeah. engaged as long. It was just a whole mess. <laughs> Amanda, what about you? Have you ever had a relationship you stayed in longer than you should have? The father of my kids. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's a recurring thing, right? To be honest with you, because I wanted to have children with my wife, because everyone that knows my backstory, I got married with my wife after a year. Mm-hmm. People are like, that was too fast and stuff like that. But I wanted to, like, you know, start having children. It didn't happen. I, I don't say, oh, I, I got married, you know, for the wrong reason. Truth be told, because I take credit for that marriage. You know, I, I hooked him up. <laughs> yeah. But I was just trying to hook my boy up and say, hey, you know, to me right somebody, now. you know, y'all do your thing for a little bit. This nigga called me and was like, yeah, we're getting married. And then he went to Jamaica, so I wasn't even at the wedding. Mom, still nobody, was at the wedding. nobody was at the wedding. Nobody was at the wedding, though. So, 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 see, I wasn't, I didn't, he I didn't. He called me to ask me to find his passport and stuff. I'm like, no, you, not passport, birth certificate. Birth certificate. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. I'm coming from school. He's telling me this. I mean, listen, God bless him. So, <laughs> you know, he did what he had to do. But, you know, I mean, that's my bro, older brother, so I'm always going to support him. But I wasn't thrilled about it. So, we all, the next question no, on no, this topic no, is. Yeah. No, she said the, 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 the child. The, the child. Um, I didn't want to stay because of the kids, but I was thinking, I, 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 all right, a little bit. I felt like I didn't want to have a broken home, but I didn't want to deal with the BS, so I mm-hmm. stayed longer. There was BS that was going on about a year before I decided to, two years before I decided to chop it off. So I'm going to have everybody answer this question. Next question is, what was your breaking point? Because everybody's not in that relationship that they stayed too long. So My breaking point, point was... Um, <laughs> Okay, a lot of women go through guys' phones, and I mm-hmm. uh, found some things out that pissed you, me uh, off. You find what you was looking for. That's fine. I was looking for it, and yeah. that just, <laughs> that, <laughs> that validated it right there, and I needed that. I don't want to stay in a situation, oh, whatever's in the dark comes to light bullshit, because I could stay with somebody for 10 years, and the shit comes out to light 10 years from now. Like, no, I found out what I wanted but to. I always feel like this. You, you rock with someone for 10 years, you find out something that happened five years ago. You breaking no, up now? No, I'm talking about what's going on now at the moment is the situation and it was other things as well we I'm the glass uh, half full he's half empty and constantly when you have someone so negative in your life just bringing you down it'll start to bring you down opposites don't always attract so sensei what was your breaking point yeah pretty much I admit it like you know instead of uh, instead of properly 
dealing with the problems in relationship, communicating them, figuring out if y'all need to just split or whatever, I take action. And my action is usually finding what I'm looking for, what I'm missing in somebody else. You gotta go, right? So, once I did that, you know, I connected with a chick off the wrong number. Like, why was mad? Yeah, yo, this dude. <laughs> That's how you know it's lacking. Like, yeah. I found a bond with somebody calling me on the wrong number. Yeah. Because I but just he's like, just, he just, you know. Yeah, not, we know yeah, Mike. Yeah. So, what was your breaking point? As anyone knows a Sagittarius, we hate liars with a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, when I found out that he was cheating on me, um, I began to look through his, you know, little laptop. How dumb was he to cheat? See, and you know, you know, you know, it's a tough thing, right? Because you always always think stupid things like, damn, she too fine to get cheated on. But everybody gets cheated on. (laughs) Beyonce gets cheated on and stuff like that. So what was his excuse? Did you, did you call him out on it? What was his excuse? I actually showed it to him. Like, you know, when I found out that found the pictures and the videos on his um, videos. Yeah, videos. He had the BT Uncut videos. I was calm about it too I actually we sat on the bed and I said and I showed it to him like what's this he smiled he laughed because he didn't think I was, he was caught. Yeah, yeah he couldn't say nothing yeah, after that you just fine. got caught yeah. and then the lies you know he tell me, oh, we're not, it, I'm not doing this no more. I come and find out he was doing it for four years of our relationship. And he, he hit it. What was the breaking point with me, with him, is that I found out that the girl he cheated on me with, he made our son babysitter. <gasps> she was babysitting. Oh. Dudes be I'm so sorry. sloppy and wow. grimy. <laughs> grimy. I'm, I'm not that so violent. Like, but I so you had my time. son around this chick? Yeah. Like, yo, it was it was the amount of disrespect. It was the amount of disrespect. No, that that's high level disrespect. Like I always I always tell people like this guy, you know, I'm not one of those dudes who's just, you know, straight up like, oh, Cheating's bad, but I feel like you have to have some kind of. There gotta be levels to it. There's gotta be some kind of rules. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you know, you have this woman in a place that that's around your kids, and, and you, like mm-hmm. that's foul. That's yeah. too much. Yeah. Like yeah. like like my wife's friends. Even I wouldn't would, do that. <laughs> <laughs> like my wife's friends, I would never. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I'd rather get caught that I cheated with a sh- with a random than my wife's friends or someone who was key keen around my wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the levels of disrespect. Mm-hmm. Like to me, it's just like if I find out my wife cheated, it's gonna hurt me. If I find out my, my wife cheated with this dude that was always around, that I said, "Yo, he's funny," and she's like, "Nah, he's cool," and it was that dude, the level of disrespect hurts. Mm-hmm. So the last question on the topic is: Is there something you could have done before walking away, and what did you learn from the situation? See, Clifford's a player, so he doesn't have much back yeah, information. I so, so what Maybe about you? Maybe if I could have, you know, gave it up more, like had sex with him more. But it was a whole, I, I was oh, turned wow. off. He, he, no, the thing is, he, become, he became unattractive to me. Ooh. He got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it just oh. got lazier and lazier and lazier. And I was just very turned <laughs> off about it. So. Mm-hmm. When we would have sex, it's like, oh, hurry up, you know. I was bored. Mm-hmm. I got bored real quick. Were now. you ever tempted to cheat on him or no? You no, loved him so never, much. never. I was still faithful to him, you See, know? Women got that commitment that is amazing. We like, do. Mm-hmm. No. 
That's true. So it's How a question. Do you do that? Is there I anything mean, you could have done yeah, before you walked away? About that? And his his reasons for cheating on me is because I was mean to him. I, would, I get it. I would talk I get about it. his weight, but I was. Would you like it was shaming him? Not. I was making. <laughs> yeah, he joked. He, he cracked jokes on me too. He cracked jokes on me. I cracked jokes oh, on him. Yeah, it, but yeah, he, yeah, I guess, yeah. he felt really bad about it. Yeah. But he never said anything to me. He could have talked to me about it and said, yeah. you know, you need to chill with all that. But yeah. I was just helping it out. I offered to go to the gym with him. Like, let's yeah. work out together. Didn't want to yeah. do that or anything. But his answer was to cheat and have sex with other women. So the question is, is there something you could have done before you walked away from the situation? And what did you learn from the situation? Absolutely. Like I said before, I I have always been a communicator. Yeah. That's one thing I can confirm. Yeah. We're both like communicators. We're both like, yo, before we trip out, we let you know kind of thing. Not to not to put blame on your ex-wife, but I know it's not like something you sat on and was no, a secret. My problem was you discussed when I, it. When I was younger, my communication, she used to always say, you got a, a knife for a tongue. Because I would just say stuff without really thinking it through. Yeah. Just say what's on my heart. You must be mm-hmm. a badge. You know? No, he's a cancer. <laughs> he's a cancer. Oh, y'all sensitive. Oh, Lord. Everybody says that. So nah, yeah, but... <laughs> No, I don't think cancers are sensitive. I think they're petty. I think they're petty. They're petty. Where is touch with our emotions? It's not sensitive. Y'all sensitive. Y'all sensitive. Y'all strong, but y'all also cover. Y'all use that strength to cover up the fact that shit bothers y'all too. Let's not get into the therapy. Sensitivity turns into pettiness. Yes. What I'll explain with that is I could have communicated to her like, you know, I was unhappy, which at one point I did. But I had already um, done wrong, and uh, so she's not the best to communicate, or she wasn't, you know, the best to communicating with me. Yeah. So I was like, "We not gonna see," you know. She was so in love with me. There's mm-hmm. not really nothing I could tell her to, to twist her mm-hmm. to something different. Yeah. But so I said, "You know what? We not hearing what I'm saying." Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna show you what I'm saying, mm. and it's That's wrong. Tough. It's but, wrong, but I, I can understand where you're coming from. Amanda. No, there was no changing anything. He was set in his ways, and he was who he was, so there was no changing anything at all. So what did you learn from the situation? <laughs> um, to start talking to people who are glass half full, because I'm telling you, it was bad. It was that bad. Like I said, situation stayed too long. What I, could I have done anything? The only thing I could have done better is like, yo, you, I played myself... Like, I, I talked to this girl for three years and changed, uh, and it, it, there was no fruit to that kind of time. So to me, like, time is money kind of thing, you know? So it's just like, God forbid if me and my wife didn't work out, I wouldn't go back into a situation where I'm wasting time. If I feel like we're communicating and things ain't changing, then I'd be like, two months, I'm going kind of thing. Yeah. Like, time is just too precious. So what I learned is like, yo, you can't be wasting time So with in other people. words, every little mm. sign... We'll Don't ignore that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think we ignore that shit because we want a relationship to work. Yeah. Now that Discussing. I'm in my 30s, now that I'm in my 30s, there's no way I'm wasting that kind of time. That was my yeah. 20s. I, I always felt like things could get better. You know, you can you can improve it's, people. Uh, it's easier said than done because when you're in a situation, like I'm, I've been with my wife for yeah, 10, but, 11 years, but I'm saying it's easy to say I'll never waste that time. When you really care about somebody and then uh, you are older and you got a busy schedule, like, 
I ain't gonna lie. If I got a divorce now, it would be really hard for me to go committed to be another woman because yeah. I work so much, yeah. right? You find time and to then, do the things you no, love. I know you find, like you, you know, you find the time, time, things you do, but I don't have the capacity to start over as somebody in my thirties to figure you out to know that you're gonna give me the same kind of drama I'm probably going through now. Yeah. So that's the difficult part about it. That's why I think relationships extend longer from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you learn it's like quicker though, as you get older, you you, you, learn, you know yourself you learn, more. No, you learn quicker and your patience yeah. become you learn you learn quicker and your patience become less. But you still invested to say, you know what? Let me I got I gotta give it a shot a little bit. Because you still care about that person. It's not yeah. that easy. It's easy yeah. to say yeah. as we having a yeah. conversation, you'd be like, Oh yeah. Nah, I ain't gonna do it no more. Like, I always said to myself, what you call it? If I found out my wife was cheating, fuck it, I'm done with her. I got a daughter now. Now I'm like, hold yeah. on. <laughs> we gotta you know figure this out. No, we yeah, gotta hold, figure hold this on. out. Hold on, maybe maybe we gotta work this out. Yeah. What did I do to not to, yeah. to push it that way? Because you change you time is at time and as a person you change so your pay it's just who you are as a as person as long as y'all are speaking on it though that's why I say you can continue to try to make it work or, or maybe move forward in some kind of way if y'all are speaking on it if she understands there's an issue yeah but it's, it's one of those things but where sometimes not everybody's willing to even accept where they may be lacking yeah. in the relationship or are willing to Hear you out. That's and a where fact. You that's, a fact. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. And that's like to take no, to, no. to take um, you know, something Clifford said in previous episodes. Like we have to take inventory. He called it a report card. But like we have to take inventory yeah, of the shit that to. we're doing to contribute to relationships not working. Yeah, like, right? Because it's doing? easy. Like even me and my wife had a conversation earlier this morning. It was easy for me to point out things that you know I didn't like that she was doing. But I have to take inventory of the things that I'm not bringing to the table or I'm ignoring kind of thing. And I think that's the one thing about my 30s. I'm just like, before I really kind of attack her about something, I'm like, yo, what am I doing to contribute to make her feel a certain way? How am I, you know, part of this problem? Because it's easy to call out the problem. It's but easy not, to become selfish. In but not take inventory on yeah. it. It's all about consistency. Consistency. Too. That's the key word of relationships is consistency. Both sides. Both sides, right? Because we stop, you know, we stop being to the person what they fell in love with mm-hmm. a lot of times. Whether it be, women. whether it be, no, don't say no, it. Women. Men too. No, women no, switch up. No, women switch up. No, women no, switch up. No, 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 I'm not gonna say Wait, this. Like, no, Everybody, I think, I think, I'm not just gonna say just the women. I think it's both parties. We get too comfortable. Yeah. Like even, like me, I do date nights and I do communication with my wife to find out. Because during the week, I'm working 16 hours and she's got a different schedule. Now we have a daughter. I don't have time to really go through the week, so when I do the day night, I find out exactly what she was, was going on throughout the week, catch up on it. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes it's just a matter of being uh, having that communication at least one time a week to find out what's going on because your partner could be going through something really like you're not doing. We and might get comfortable too. You know, like... Surprise us. He, he can surprise you. Yeah, that's that's a okay. fact. But she you know, advice, so I'm gonna give advice too. Mm-hmm. Be straightforward. <laughs> y'all women like to give subs and you know mysteries. No, but you know it's a funny thing. It's it's the nah, truth. Be just straightforward. To co-sign what you just saying, you. And, and not to like, me and my wife was having a conversation earlier, yeah. and she was just like, she admitted like she realized that 
she doesn't always communicate to me like what's bothering her and why things are different. She just automatically expects me to assume. But I told her like if I'm being consistent, like even if if the shit I'm doing is wrong, but I'm always doing that shit, if you don't call me out on it, I'm thinking it's acceptable. Right? I'm not assuming I'm being an asshole or fucked up because I I'm consistently doing it. And that's why a lot of times we can't accept things from people that's hurting us, right? Because, like, you know, for instance, you saying that, you know, he was letting himself go, he didn't, you know, find himself sexy, talking about the ex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Call him out on it and then, like, hold him, hold him to charge. And I feel like, you know, he should have worked on that if you express that to him. But sometimes we feel like, yo... You ain't going nowhere, or, or, or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you said, they don't call oh, you out until yeah. it's really an argument. You know yeah. what I mean? Y'all be arguing, you be complaining to her about not cooking you a meal, and she be like, "Well, nigga, I ain't come the last three times we had sex." You You're like, like, "Whoa, what are you talking about?" <laughs> it's a fact, though, and, and that's and that's the problem, <laughs> like, right? That's a, because in your mind, in your mind, you wonder like, "Yo, know what?" Well, hold on, hold on. In your mind, you like, "Yo, we arguing because I didn't wash the dishes," and then you bring you drop. A bomb on no, me like that. No, but listen, no, you know what? I do that. I do that a lot too because <laughs> it, no, because you know what it is. It's just like simple things. I could, I could, for example, yesterday, right? I did sixteen hour shift. Don't I'm, get in trouble. And I don't care. No, I don't <laughs> care if she's watching or not. Whatever. We we not even talking right now. So she's watching. Get the message. <laughs> listen, we, listen. I did. Listen, I did. Listen, I did sixteen hours yesterday, right? And I'm tired. So she texts me, oh. Can I can I go pick up milk and and uh, for the baby and all this whatever boom? But I'm like she was off yesterday. In my mind I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What you was off. Doing? Why like why you didn't go through? Because ten minutes now is gonna put me in traffic to get home, right? Yeah. But it, it, it's, it's right because she was taking care of the baby all day. She was running around whatever boom. Then I got in my car. I realized I'm like damn maybe it's me because I don't. I sometimes I don't yeah. think about like you know I wasn't considered that she was running around. She entertained our daughter. She made things happen while I was at work. So for me to go pick up the milk, it might have not been a big deal. But I mean, I was, it was a big deal to me because I was yeah. tired. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I can't just say it's the woman part. Sometimes it's just me. Yeah, but but man, he, to be to defend him, he just put sixteen though. hours in. You know what I'm saying? How far is it from your house? No, but the route is this now. I gotta go to Seven Eleven, go pick that up. And then I gotta go back on the track. Like it, it's just a lot. That ten minutes could put me in traffic. Then I gotta look for parking. Now, you know how you spin it? I was just like, like, baby, you know I was looking so forward to getting home. Oh, we all the baby still need milk. The baby still need milk. Ain't none of that. Because we we on the time crunch. Before we on the time because we on time crunch, I want us to like run through the last topic, right? And the topic is living in your purpose. I feel like a lot of times, you know, we're in our 30s, we kind of have to take inventory, like, you know, are we living in our purpose? Are we still pursuing our dreams? What are we doing towards that kind of thing? Because a lot of times we get complacent where we are, and we have to still fight to, to chase our dreams. So the first question, do you feel that you found your calling? Jackie. Yeah, if I'm hearing it a lot, you know, and... A lot of people say, well, you're talented at doing this and that, but I've never took the initiative to do it because I doubt myself. I'm my biggest doubter, mm-hmm. you know. I'm afraid that, what, well, what if I'm not really good at it or what if people don't appreciate it and stuff like that, and that's how I feel at my job too as mm-hmm. well, you know. But it's all about you. Like, 
now that I hear it more and people are seeing it, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm expressing it more, it makes me feel like, okay, well, this is what I should be doing. Yeah. Maybe I should be doing this, you yeah. know? And I, it's all about age, too. You're like, damn, I'm getting older, and if I don't start now, when am I? Yeah. Am I going to let this talent just go to waste? Yeah. You know? So I'm trying. What's I'm trying talent? more. What's the talent? Uh, what's the talent? Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of talents, really. I'm very creative. You know, mm-hmm. I do a lot of artwork and stuff like that. I, I also can add to a little okay. something, but I'm more talented in, like, creating things and fashion and stuff like that. Yeah. I've been doing it since I was little. Yeah. And people were like, oh, where you buy that from? I'm like, I made it. Do you yeah. work in fashion? Huh? Yeah. I'm starting to. Before yeah. I was just a Before you came in, she it, let us know, you know she, she's oh, a pre-K yeah. teacher. Yeah, and I kind of like fell back a little bit mm-hmm. and stuff. But also writing as well. Yeah. Um, I ha- I've heard since I was 12 and 13, well, maybe you should write a book. You're really good. Even yeah. from my teachers, like, you're a really I feel like we just, writer. we have to just do it. I feel yeah. too, too many times we wait for things to be perfect. Yeah. And that's one of my biggest qualms. Like, I wait for things to be perfect. I wait for things to be ideal. You have to fail. You got to push shit out there. You got to fail also, and bounce back also, from it. Also, if you're you know? doing something else, like work and job, you just feel comfortable in the position that mm-hmm. you are in right mm-hmm. now to the point that you're not even thinking about you know, what you're talented at. You're mm-hmm. not even thinking about taking that step because you're so comfortable doing what you're doing at that moment. Yeah. But then you got to think about it like, mm-hmm. damn, I'm getting older. I need to try. Yeah. What about you, man? Because so, we got short time. Do you feel like you found your calling? Yes, I do. I just have to put it into action. Okay. What about you, Cliff? Do you feel like you found your calling? Nah, I, I definitely like you know what it is. I'm the type of person every year I try to build myself. I didn't I didn't find it yet, but you know, I definitely want to get to some things. But I, I talk to myself and, and make the mental notes that you know to try to achieve certain goals. I didn't find my calling yet. Yeah. You know? I, go ahead. Oh, I, no, I was gonna say no, no. But yeah. my reason is different. My reason is because, and I know it's gonna sound cocky or crazy, but I'm good at a lot. I'm good at so many things. Yeah. I'm good at so many things. <laughs> <laughs> no, just say it. I, 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 I can't. Break it down. What are those good, things you're I'm good at? at? I'm good at writing. I'm good at making people laugh. Okay. I'm good at um, nurturing. Like, I, 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 That's the campaign. Okay. That's, you know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> good at... Um, well, one of, the things, one of the things I loved, I loved photography. I always wanted to get into that and did it. You know, which kind of... So that's why I say no. But that's the thing. All of these things that I do, I'm... I'm, I like to do them and I'm good at them but I haven't found I guess I haven't found the passion yeah. so I, that makes it hard to close on, I feel like it. I'm a jack of trades master of none yeah. like I've, I've written a jack book trades, you know I'm, I'm able to one. do the radio the radio type you know podcasting kind of thing I'm good in finances and this and the other I, but you, you have know, a passion for this. But I have a passion mm-hmm. for this. I have a passion to talking people and trying to, like, let's figure this out together. Let's have these conversations that people need to hear. I always feel like the, the, the number one reason why I love doing the podcasting thing, because I want to have adult conversation. Because I feel like after a certain you while... Be I don't know <laughs> if I want to be Ayana. Yeah, you want to be Ayana. No, but <laughs> I, I just feel like, you know, these conversations are helpful to people because I get... You know what keeps me going? I get every week... One way or the other, I get an inbox or message for someone saying, like, yo, I was just thinking about that with my friends, and I'm glad to hear that other people are going through that. Other people are thinking that way. Because mm-hmm. I feel like so much times 
We com- we consume so much content, but it's just you know funny, stupid shit. But a lot of shit don't. It's not food for your soul, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we need more of those kind of things. And not only religion, but in ways where you feel comfortable to have these conversations, right? So the last question on this topic is: What season do you feel like in your in your life? And also, if you have a partner, do you feel like your partner is supportive in this mode or not? Ladies. I'm already starting first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. I'm, in, I'm in winter. I'm in like what is it? What's the show you love? Game of Game Thrones. Of Thrones? Yes. Winter is coming. It's the cold winter. <laughs> I'm in winter. Winter seems to be the longest season we have. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm, I'm in the winter season. And do you have a partner, or do you have someone who's supportive in what you, in the season um, that you're in? You know what? All the people that's in my life, they always seem to be supportive of anything that I do like mm-hmm. once I say this is what I want to do or this is what I, 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 I'm really feeling right now I got a lot of supportive people so mm-hmm. family friends or whatever so that's good I never have to worry about support if I can answer that I'm in late winter early spring where it's just like I'm coming through a, a troubled time yeah. spring is is, is the season, season of new yeah. beginning right yeah. flowers blossom you know it starts off cold it ends up warm and I feel like my, my, my partner is supportive but I feel like I had to do a better job of letting her know how I need the support. Because sometimes people feel like you got shit in order, so they just leave you be. But sometimes you need certain encouragement. Mm-hmm. So now that we you had two answers, yeah. now you get the answer. I'm in spring. Okay. Uh, I feel like right now my life is just blooming. Mm-hmm. Like everything I'm doing right now, the support system I have, you know, it's just blooming. I have more support than I had back then, you know. Yeah. So, and it makes and it makes a yeah, difference. Yeah, and I have that inspiration and motivation. And when someone keeps talking to you in the ear and telling you you can do this or whatever, I feel like yeah, I can do it. So I'm at that blooming state where everything is coming together. Yeah, you know, and it's still growing. I'm still growing from it. I'm learning and growing at the same same that's time. So that's I'm a beautiful awesome. season. Yeah. What about you, Amanda? Exactly what she said. Spring. Spring, and, and do you have someone supporting you, like a, a boo, a potential boo, or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> you don't be shy now, greedy guy. Oh, uh, I have family, like I said, supporting. He didn't even answer the question either. Right? Like, he, he did say, say he said, he said, he said, he said, I have a support. No, he said, I have people, he people in my life supporting me. What about you, Cliff? No. We're both married, so yes. we. What about you? You don't want to What season do you feel are you in? And do you feel like you know the support you have is helping you? I feel like I'm more like in a um a winter feel because you know like like right now. Right now, my lifestyle is just is just trying to grind and figure things out. And yeah. then, when certain transitions happening to me in my lifestyle, then I'll be more in like a spring or summer thing. But right mm-hmm. now, I'm just in winter time. Even in the summertime, I just want to get cold. focused. So yeah, I just want to be I just want to be cold, but in a good way. Yeah. So and I, support wise, I mean, the support is there. I, I think. It could be better at some time with communication factor, but you, you get know, milk, you get the support. yeah. <laughs> no, it's not just about the milk. It's just sometimes I think when you when you married, 
You could be selfish at some time And the person you will Could be selfish And not see it Until you tell them And then when you express that feeling Then you still feel like They're doing the same thing It's a lot You know mm-hmm. marriage is not easy But it's one of the things Where um, I'm thankful Because you know I, I'm in it yeah. But, but oh, that wow. is the That is the end of our show You see the time flies by yeah. One thing I want to say though Is that you know we No one said that They're in the summer like the popping season of their life, which means we got to keep grinding for it, right? You got to yeah. keep moving forward right. to that. And I wish someone on everybody on this panel, I wish yeah. that you keep pushing to, to those dreams and yeah, stuff like summer. that. So before we close out, we're going to have, you know, Jackie, you know, close out and let us know, like, how people can reach you out if they want to reach out to you or, you know. Well, y'all can all reach reach me at at I am underscore Jacqueline. That's my Instagram. Also, I'm on Facebook as well. Jacqueline Ray. You can look me up. I pop up at the top. Um, Also, watch out for me. I'm about to shoot a movie in January with some big-name celebrities, so watch out for that. I can't tell you much about it, but... That I am doing. As it comes closer, and we it see it. might be on BET. Okay. So watch out okay. for that. That's yeah. big things. Um, big things. Also, I'm still doing a lot. If you need, you know, someone to shoot or whatever, I model as well. Yeah. So I'm looking for photographers out there. Okay. As well. My passion is photography. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get a camera first. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, so do y'all show? Do y'all? His, his passion is photography, but he don't got a camera. <laughs> you sound like a sleeve, bro. Who just wanna play with no basketball? Right, so everybody, give their their close outs before we can head out. Any shout outs before we head out? Um, no, just. Shout out to all of y'all, my Shout family. out to my um, family, my yeah. friends. You ain't asked me if I wanted to shout yeah. out. What, what, that, that was funny. That was funny. You moment. Shout out to Rob and my sister. She's she's a um, former MC. Okay. You know, shout out to Rob T. Shout out to my my little boy Giovanni and everybody. Okay. You know everybody that shows me love and support. Shout out to. Y'all. She has a lot of fans. Like yeah. she puts out a picture and nine hundred people come out of the woods <laughs> and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Listen, all the all the ladies. You know. Um, Oh, wait, one more thing. Um, right, happy, birthday, right happy birthday to Marisha. We celebrated her birthday yesterday, so happy birthday to her. Okay, happy cool. birthday, Marisha. <laughs> um, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, right? Nice. Or is it Cancer Awareness? Nope, uh, Breast Cancer, breast cancer, cancer right? Awareness. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, much respect to all the ladies. All the make survivors sure and people yeah, going through make treatment. Make sure y'all are continuing to check and take care of yourselves and Y'all can beat that fight as long as you, you know, catch it early. Stay so, positive. That's what's up. Stay positive. Much love to all my ladies and my women out there. Not my <laughs> Yeah, you said a little bit. All women. All women. Yeah. What about you, Amanda? What about you, Amanda? Somebody at home like, oh, Do a shout out. I don't have any shout outs. Okay, what about you? Um, I just want to shout out um my family and friends, you know. It's very important to stay in contact with your family and friends and, you know, see what's going on. Like, we were talking about mental illness, which is very important. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, if you could talk to somebody, even if it's two minutes a day, just check up on somebody that needs help. That's all. Yeah. And also, we got our 50th episode next week, so tune in. Uh, yeah, yeah. I might not be here for it. Yeah. Libra we'll, season, we'll, my birthday. We'll, we'll yeah. map out the 50th. So <laughs> I want to say, you know, shout out to Jack and Ray for being the guest. Go out to support her. You know her pictures are popping, so <laughs> photographers come right. You know what I mean? If you yes. if you need a beautiful muse, come shout out 
shout out Booker and stuff like that, you know. With cameras. With cameras. <laughs> not, not, not cell phones. Not cell phones. <laughs> not cell phones. Shout out to um, Amanda Marie Candles. Them shits is popping. My bathroom was smelling crazy till I lit the candles. Her candles have my bathroom smelling popping. My wife was just like, ask her that she make bigger candles. Oh, she wants a bigger candle. Yeah. Okay, I do not, but I was definitely looking. She, she said you need to look into that because the candles. Are, she loved the candles. Uh-huh. Like she's like your bathroom stinks, and she lit up the candles. Even, even after That's we even after we blew out the candles, it just it lingered for a while. Perfect. That's, That's exactly what I like thing. to hear. Please support. Black owned business. Exactly. That's a fact. And me being an author where the sun doesn't shine, you can find my book on Amazon. Go out there support. Like I don't promote my book like I should, and mm-hmm. I still get every month like one or two sales. Which to me is amazing because I'm not like a known author, but people are still going again. out to buy it. Like, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be like zone. You think I'm kind of sweet and you wanna be friends though? Don't try to play me for the fool. Go out there and chase your legacy Because liabilities don't last long Your legacy forever Stay beautiful black people We out Peace